Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. Arango Productions Production. Hello and welcome to Culture Popped with Hunter Bishop. I am your guest host, Matt, along with my co-guest host, Jonah. Say hello, Jonah. Hello. Feeling good. On a Wednesday. Uh, Hunter is not with us this week, unfortunately. He is in a bit of a pickle. Uh, If you listened last week, you'll know that last week he was in Las Vegas for Unicon. And, uh, well, it seems that at Unicon, he was drugged. Um, he went on a bit of a bender, ended up in Lincoln County, Nevada, where he destroyed the lawn gnome collection of a well-respected judge up there, and now he is locked up in a county jail cell awaiting trial. And, you know, we were like, Hunter, we'll come down, we'll help. And he said, no, boys, somebody must take care of the podcast. Stay. And so we're here, and he is up there waiting, and he will be... Uh, his own legal counsel. So I hope it works out for him. I trust. Yeah. But anyway, this is Culture Pop with Hunter Bishop, the best pop culture podcast you are listening to right now at this very moment, proudly almost sponsored by Mike and Ike's. Delicious, fruit-flavored, chewy candies. The original fruit-flavored chewy candies, probably. An explosion of natural and artificial fruit flavors in your mouth, and take it from us, it will improve your sex life. Mike and Ike's. Swear to God. Yeah, Mike and Ike's. Buy yourself a bulk package, and and then tell them that you did that, specifically because of us, and then maybe they'll return our faxes. (laughs) Anyway, it's a big week this week. Do you want to know why? I think you all know why. Please, enlighten Because thy neighbor. Because after a very long time of waiting to be able to die, James Bond finally has no time to die. Because finally it came out this week. I know. I'm, I, I might go see it tomorrow if there's seats. Yeah. Or yesterday. Yeah. Or someday. Let's just listen. Listen, we're straight shooters. We're just going to come out with it at the time of recording. It just came out today. We haven't seen it. So, this is not a James Bond episode. James Bond episode will be next week. Yes. When we will have both seen it. That's correct. Hopefully, I'm seeing it tomorrow. I I mean, I'll definitely see it this weekend, but whether it's tomorrow or Sunday. So, we'll have both seen it by next week. That'll be our James Bond episode, as they say in Spanish. I think. Yes. I don't speak Spanish. We're Canadian. They don't teach it here. I don't might, sp- I don't speak but, uh, French either, which they do teach here, but I was very bad at French. Uh yeah, same here. <laughs> Fuck French. I mean, you know, the language, not the people. <laughs> They're great. Except Quebecers. Um Except Quebecers, yeah. Fuck Quebecers. Most Quebecers. Yeah. There's a few good ones. The ones who listen to this are are good. Um Kevin Owens. I think that's it. All you fellow Quebecers uh, can go fuck yourself. Anyway. Was that, pre- that was pretty good. I feel like that was pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Thank you. Uh, the point is, next week, James Bond special spectacular episode where we will talk about 
all things James Bond. But this week, in anticipation of next week, we're talking all things secret agents. That's right. Yeah. But before we do that, we have some things to do first. So let's get it right out of the way. Gamer Tag of the Week. Uh, this week was actually a pretty good week for gamer tags. For me, at least. I don't know about you. For me, I, I haven't really been playing online, to be honest. Really? I see you on GTA Online every day. Yeah, but I wasn't paying attention to people in the game. Well, I was. Not in GTA Online, because I don't play that crap. I, I, am, I refuse. I'm waiting for GTA 6. Stop being part of the problem, Jonah. Anyway... <laughs> I was playing a lot of stuff this week. Some of it good, some of it bad. I might get into that later, but I saw a couple. And I could save one of them for another week or whatever, but I just want to get them both out of the way. Because I think it's a tie. Okay. Okay. Is this the first tie? It might be. We've had honorable, me- honorable mentions, but we've never had like a full-on tie. So this is the first tie. Okay, and so this one, I saw the first one, and I was like, that's the winner. That's Gamer Tag of the Week, and I saw it in the battle. I was playing the Battlefield 2042 beta, and I saw this. I was like, that's Gamer Tag of the Week, but then I was playing Rocket League, and then I saw this other Gamer Tag. I was like, but that has to be Gamer Tag of the Week, because I can't not have that be Gamer Tag of the Week, but so it's a tie. So. In Rocket League, just so you know, in Rocket League, the the gamer tag of the week that made me say that's it, it's got to be a tie, is, and this this um, fine person was on my team, pretty good player. I also my dad, Manbear Pig. That really, Manbear Pig. Manbear Pack. Manbear Pig is real, and obviously, and he's pretty good at Rocket League. And he's League, pretty too. good at Rocket League. God, that is actually fucking amazing. Yeah. Was it just like a man bear pig? Like there was no, no added things to it? Um, it was man bear pig with two R's. Oh, uh, okay. But still, man bear pig. That's, that's okay. You have to, you have to, uh, you know, work around so you don't to have me, man bear pig I think, 4932 uh, or something. I think that's kind of more authentic because it's kind of the way Al Gore says it. He kind of elongates it. Man bear pig. Man bear pig. Man bear pig. Man bear pig. Anyway, the one I saw in uh, Battlefield 2042, uh, which is a, a great original gamer tag, um, Harriet Thugman. Harriet what? <laughs> Harriet Thugman. Uh, Instead of Harriet Tubman. No, I know, I know, I know. But there might be some people listening who who don't know why that's great. But that's why it's great. Harriet Thugman. I did see a level two Magikarp today. Really? That yeah. In what? I played against him in Trials of Osiris. Oh, his his gamer tag was level two Magikarp. Yeah, it's pretty good. I wonder if level one Magikarp was taken. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, I've seen like a level like like a level one hundred Magikarp as a gamer tag or something before. 
Can you have a level 100 magic? I guess you don't have to evolve them. No, no, you can just continue, like, or you can have, like, an Everstone, or, okay, let's not get, uh, forget uh, about that. Virginity. Yeah, for, forget forget about that. Um, ladies, you didn't hear that yeah. part of the conversation. The point is, Man Bear Pig and Harriet Thugman, congratulations, the first ever co-gamer tags of the week. Yes. But there'll never be another first. There will never be another first. We have popped our co-gamer tag of the week cherry. That's right. And what a fine threesome it was. Foursome. <laughs> Technically. No, but yeah, we, yeah. we count as one entity. This podcast is one entity plus two gamer tags. Yep. Menage et toi. <laughs> anyway, let's anyway. move on. Uh, speaking of toi, it is time for the one and only. Wait for it. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. Three minutes of playtime where we say that we're going to explain what we've been doing this week in terms of entertainment in three minutes or less as an excuse to use that voice clip of Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep. Works every time. 60% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, I, uh, I've been, since I've been at my mother's house this past week, yeah, I know, who cares? Yeah. Um, Listen, I haven't had it's access to important the, to visit the mother. It really is. Visit your moms, um, everybody. I, yeah. yeah, give them a call for us. Give them a call. Give them a call. Would it kill you to call? Would it? Doesn't kill me to call. Would it kill you to call? Anyway. Anyway, I, uh... I don't have access to the catalog of games I do on my Series X. So you still haven't beaten for like Psychonauts? That's I I every week I, I dread more and more, and I have to beat it. That you're never gonna beat it. That's that's what you dread. Yeah, I'm not abandoning it. it, it it's just the fact. It's just a, a coincidence that I suffer from triphobia, and I, the last level I'm I was on is the B level. There's not that. Love, there's not that many, um, like little cones or, or beehive no, or whatever in that level. You can make it through. So I've been playing GTA and part of the problem because those are the main main games I GTA have part of the problem. Mother, um, I don't think it's just me. <laughs> it's not just you, but by being one of them, you're part of the problem. I didn't say you were the problem. I said you were part of the problem. <laughs> um, and then I started watching everyone's new favorite show, Squid Game. Uh, not in English dub, because it's terrible. Most English dubs, in my opinion, are. Uh, and subtitles really aren't that big of a problem. And if they are, then you obviously have a problem with yourself. My sister's watching it in the English dub. I said, why don't you just watch it with subtitles? She says, I can't concentrate on the show and the subtitles at the same time. I said, you don't have the brain capacity. I know. Like, my mother hates subtitles. Like, with a passion, she hates them. And I said to her, you have to watch the show. But I'll only watch it. Uh, like, I'll only allow you to, like, watch it. If you watch it in with in the Korean with subtitles, and she watches it, 
and she loves it. I love the show, um, but if you watch it in English, I'm just saying like yeah. This is what you're... she this is what she said to me because this was through text. She said I don't have time to read and watch at the same time, and I replied you don't have the brain power to do both at once. And then she sent me the disappointed face emoji. <laughs> Uh, honestly, you, you, I'm just, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, uh, Bong Joon-ho said it the best. It's, it's like a, the tiniest of hurdles that you must overcome. To be fair, over- most of the people who, who don't like to read subtitles couldn't get over a very small hurdle. They can't jump that high. <laughs> they don't have the athletic capacity. It's just not, it, it, there's so much out there. Once you look past the subtitles, or you can just learn Korean and then come back and watch yeah. it. But like, imagine if there was like a really hot foreign person you wanted to date and you wouldn't date them just because you didn't want to read the subtitles when they talked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that's it uh, for me. I uh, it's been quite the quiet week. It seems like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that might have actually been three minutes or less. It it could have been. I mean, I watched uh, Escape Room Tournaments of Champions. I'm so sorry. Uh, I I I think it was a fun. It's a fun movie. Uh, much like I think, it's just because I like puzzles, but like it's unrealistic. The like you there's geniuses, and then there's like this is this is absurd. They give them ten minutes to solve this shit, and I mean, let's let's be honest. The time doesn't match the you know time, you should you know watch you should watch not now because we're doing a podcast but you should watch the um conan did a skit where or not even a skit conan filmed a like a remote where he um went to an escape room and they filmed him in the escape room trying to get out oh really so funny it was for someone that loves <laughs> puzzles like myself i've never done an escape room. i did once did you escape no. <laughs> we got to the last we got to the last clue and we couldn't figure it out. We were put on the wall of shame. Oh, there was a wall of shame? Yeah, they had like a wall. They take your picture and they take your picture like afterwards and you either go on the wall of people who didn't do it and or the wall of champions. And I don't know, they didn't call it the wall of shame. I'm calling it the wall of shame. That's okay. We were on the wall of shame. We almost did it. We were on the last clue. The guy came in and we're like, okay, do you want to know what you had to do? And he, he, he just, he's like, this was it. There was one clue left. It was right there. You didn't have me. That was a problem. Yeah, I'm well. just kidding. I'm not going to pat myself on the back. I'm not that smart. Anyway, you should watch uh, the, you should watch uh, what, the clip of Conan in the escape room. It was like a 50s themed escape room, like a 50s detective office. So funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Anyway, that's my three minutes extended of playtime. It was like a girl in there with him because, like, she was like an actress, like working at the escape room, was like the the detective secretary. Oh, and like do that? (laughs) Yeah, I guess they did that. They do that. I guess the escape room he went to. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think they were allowed. Like, she was. She's allowed to. Like, not allowed to give them hints or whatever. And he tried to bribe her. No, actually, no. He successfully bribed her. He was like, here's here's a hundred dollars. What's What's the answer? <laughs> uh, fucking Conan is the best. So funny. 
Yes. Okay. What's uh, what's you been up to? Uh, played some Rocket League, as I said. Played yes. some. Yeah, I had to. I had to play Rocket League this week because they got a James Bond thing going. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, there's like three challenges. If you complete them, you get like you get a, a, a James Bond themed uh, player banner, a James Bond themed uh, avatar border, and double uh, O agent player title. And then you can also buy the Aston Martin for like two thousand credits, which I'm probably gonna. I'll have you know. I'm probably gonna end up doing. I'll have you know. I bought. A J- the James Bond Aston Martin in GTA. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm probably going to buy that for, for 2,000 credits, which is like 20 bucks. Um, and we have to play it again. Yeah. Oh, here's what I also did. This isn't James Bond related, but I saw it in the in-game shop and I had to buy it. So they, they have a thing now. I don't think they had this the last time you played, but they have a thing now called Player Anthems, where like when you score a goal or when you're the MVP or whatever, like a song plays specific to like what you choose. And so they, I saw this in the item shop. So now my player anthem is uh, "All Star" by Smash Mouth. Oh, it's real songs. It's not like some like tune or something. No, it's it's songs. Some of them are songs from like the sound from like the soundtrack, but like they have different songs. And and they had in the item shop this week for two hundred credits, and I happen to have two hundred credits left over from the last time I played. So I bought it. I was like, I can't not have "All Star" by Smash Mouth. God, should I download this again? We should play. <laughs> yeah. Love. Of course, we haven't had time to play this week, unfortunately. No. Uh, um, what else? But we will next week. What else did I play this week? Not much. I played um, the Halo Infinite beta, which ended last weekend. And then I, I, I played the Battlefield 2042 beta. It's out this week. Um, I played it early in the week because... You get it early if you have EA Play or Game Pass. And uh, I was very hyped for this game. I was as well. Not hyped anymore. I don't think I'm going to buy it. It's a bad beta. I haven't heard the greatest of things. I'm going to be honest as well. First of all, it's broken. It's it's buggy to all hell. There's so many bugs. My The screen keeps flickering. Things pop in. Weird shit happens. It's not as bad as the Call of Duty beta was but it's it's very you played vanguard no i didn't but i saw the clips oh uh but it's not like it's it's like it's better than that but it's fucking broken um Mm. it's really bad um and on top of that i never thought i'd say this but a battlefield game it's boring i was so bored i i was gonna download the beta to be honest and then i heard one of the guys who I play with, uh, who watches a lot of streamers, was saying that all these streamers were saying, like, the game is, like, fucked. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to play that. Uh, then another guy that I play with downloaded the beta, and he was saying how he couldn't find anybody. Yeah, neither could I. Here, this is my... Now he says he could, This but... This is my experience with the beta. And, okay, and and... It's not like I've never played it. Like, I've played Battlefield. I've been playing Battlefield since Bad Company 2, okay? I've played them all. I like them. I like Battlefield. God, I like Battlefield 1, too. I even like a limited time. I even like Battlefield 5. I've never had this problem in a Battlefield game where most of my time is spent running around looking for enemies. 
Like, I can't find anybody. 90% of my kills in this beta are from destroying vehicles, because that's all I can see consistently. Like, there's 128 players in this map, and I hear things happening, but it's never happening to me. <laughs> right? Like, I spawn in around, and I see a dozens and dozens of my teammates... And then I either hop in a vehicle or whatever, or I run to the next, you know, control point that, you know, needs to be taken over or is, or our control point that's being taken over. And by the time, and I don't, I don't see any enemies on the way to these control points. And by the time I get to the control point, everybody's gone. It's like, by the, by the time I get to a control point, either we've won the battle and there's no enemies left, or we lost the battle and it's just dozens of enemies and I have no chance. <laughs> like I, every now and then I'll get lucky and see a straggler or maybe get a long range kill but like I never see any enemies and when I do it's like okay there's one over there and I either get lucky because they didn't see me so I kill them or, or I, I die because I didn't see them or I just run around with nothing to do and then get sniped from half the map away which I mean I've played Battlefield games before and yeah sure you you get sniped from half the map away a lot that's part of battlefield but you also don't it doesn't happen after five minutes of there's nobody here also the ui sucks that's it i haven't even seen that it's terrible so when you're like unless you're like right up next to a person there's no like name plates above them mm. So there's just dots, blue dots for your team, red dots for the enemy team, but half the time the dots don't work. So I, and because there's specialists now, so everybody looks the same. And because half the time the dots don't work, I don't know, I don't see a dot, so I don't know if a person's my enemy or my, or my friend. I should just assume they're friendly because I never see enemies, but still, I never know. So half the, <laughs> half the time I'm shooting at my, my teammates. Mm -hmm. right or half the time i i get killed because i didn't know they weren't my teammate because there wasn't a dot on their head um and there's a thing when you um when when like a majority of the control points are taken over or lost a thing pops up at the top of the screen like a big banner at the top of the screen like a big mm -hmm. like a big bright blue bar that just takes up like the very top of the screen it's very obtrusive there's just a lot of little things. Yeah. Um, again, with the specialists, everybody looks the same. You can't cut. You can't customize your loadout in the main menu. Oh. So, before you spawn in, you can like change your guns and stuff like that. But then you can't like choose what um, attachments you want. In the in a match, you can switch attachments on the fly, but you can't set like a default, you know, setting of attachments. Like if you want to default have like a scope and like a grip, you can't do that. You have to manually do that every time you die and spawn. Okay, someone at dice, or like a bunch of people at dice have lost their fucking marbles. Obviously, like I like the concept of changing your attachments on the fly. Like, I like that concept because it's like, okay, I need a long range scope now, right? Or I'm going in, I'm going into like a, a close range area. I'm going to switch scopes, right? Like, I like that idea. But the fact that you can't, the fact that you can't set like a default, like customization setting, like 
is ridiculous. So like every time you spawn in, the first part of your spawn in is just standing around switching your attachments instead of just being like, I want this every time I spawn. But you can't do that because mm -hmm. you can't customize your loadout in the main menu. I think I read somewhere they said that's just for the beta, but why? Why would you release a beta like that? Anyway, it's boring. You'd love to see it. It's boring. There's 128 players, and I can't find anybody. Okay, I, I was playing Halo, and I, I know Halo is a completely different type of game than Battlefield, but I'm playing Halo Infinite the other, like last weekend. I mean, I'm in big team battle, which is 12 player teams. It's 24 players in total, and there was more going on in that than there is in this 128 player supposed playground of chaos and i'm like there's no chaos happening it's happening somewhere i can hear gunshots i don't fucking see it like none of this is happening to me well like it's i don't know where these gunshots are coming from i don't know what's happening with all these other players but nothing's happening to me the map is too big i played battlefield 4 back in the day <laughs> that had that had 64 players and that had big maps but i was never spent i never spent this much time looking for enemies i was always doing something in battlefield 4 and battlefield 3 and battlefield 1 and battlefield 5 most of my time in this beta has been doing nothing very disappointed i was really looking forward to this i mean i've heard similar because i really loved battlefield 4 and i was very excited that they went back to like a modern setting after battlefield 1 and 5 I was like, great, it's going to be I, like Battlefield 4. And it looks like Battlefield 4, you know, because, you know, modern guns and all that crap. But, like, my God, it's so boring. It just made me want to play a no, an older Battlefield. And, surprisingly, it made me want to play Battlefront 2. Really? It made me want to play Star Wars Battlefront 2, which people like to shit on because of how it launched, but it's a legitimately good game. And that also features very big battles. In, on big maps where you have to where you have to frequently spend lots of your time running from a spawn point to a control point but there's a I, again in battlefront 2 i've never found myself just spending five minutes not seeing any enemies with nothing to do absolutely not that never happened to me in battlefront 2 no matter how many times i was like oh i gotta run all the way over there there was i there was tons of enemies there was stuff that happened to me on the way to those control points in this i'm just running across the map and maybe when i get there maybe i'll see like one straggler enemy or whatever or maybe i'll, I'll see one enemy very infrequently but most of the time i'm just running between control points with nothing happening to me and then i'll get sniped yeah very anyway, disappointed let's very disappointed <laughs> very disappointed but the point is that's not all i've been doing mm -hmm. because jonah i i was perusing cable the other day and there was a marathon so. it was a marathon on tv of musicals mm -hmm. and so i'm watching these musicals and i love me a good musical i know you do too as do i right so i'm watching they had greece they had chicago they had hairspray. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I love musicals. And I'm thinking of all these musicals they have. You know, they have Cats, which is, is, is awful. Uh, you know, but it's a musical about cats. They have a musical about Mormons. They have a musical about 
um, The Wicked Witch of the West. They have a musical about kinky boots. So I thought to myself, what is a very popular thing that they don't have a musical about yet? And I thought of a brilliant idea. Okay. And I know you're going to love this. World, world exclusive. MMA, world the first. musical. I think it could work any, like any way. Like you could do WWE type or like wrestling, AEW, the music. No, know, no, no. That type of thing. MMA, mixed martial arts, the musical. We'll have an octagon on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. They will perform combat. We'll have fights. Simulated, of course. We'll have fights in the octagon. We'll have Joe Rogan play himself. I think it's brilliant. I mean, there has to be a coherent story. Uh, yeah, it'll and be. The music has to be good. It'll be like it'll be like you know the movie, the Tom Hardy movie Warrior. Yes. It'll be like that, but where they all break into song. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's fucking funny. I think it could work. I think it's brilliant. You could have hit songs like um, TK Oklahoma. <laughs> if only you could UFC me now. Okay. Um, <laughs> American Top Team Tango. Oh my fucking God, that's brilliant. I think it could work. I think I could get someone to invest in this. We'll I mean, take it to the producers. To. We'll say, give me, give us a hundred grand. We'll build the octagon on the stage. We'll get Joe Rogan. We'll have hit songs like "My Balls Was Hot." And Derek Lewis would have to say it himself. Yeah, he'll be a character, and that'll be his song. "My Balls Was Hot." My balls was hot. What a what a guy. My balls was hot. I think it's brilliant. It, it could work. You just have to write it down, and and and. You know, present. You got to present it. I I can't invest in it if I don't see some like product. You know, some of the songs, good story. Here's a song. Here's a song. The the Bruce Buffer song. It's time. Oh, okay, of course, of course. There's Bruce Buffer's song. The Ring Girls. Uh, the the Round Card Girls will have it. Will have a song. Yep. Yep. The the um. Nobody gets left out. Nobody gets left. They get a song. The um. The round card shuffle. That's their song. Wait, or you? Uh, that one, right off the noggin. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Joe Rogan will get his own song. Do we want Joe Rogan to have his own song? Shouldn't he get his own song? I don't know. Joe Rogan's been a bit of a controversial topic lately, but that's true. Um, who's the other guy? Uh, John Anik or something. John, that's right. Stanley Tucci. Yes. He looks like Stanley Tucci. He'll get his he'll get his own song. And Daniel Cormier, of course, he has to be in there. Cormier will get a song. Um his song can be um Don't Wrestle Me. <laughs> Don't Wrestle My Feelings. That's his song. Don't Wrestle My Feelings. Don't Wrestle My Feelings. That's his Don't th- That's that's Daniel Cormier's song. Who the fuck Who the fuck is this guy? There's a song. Special Conor McGregor appearance. Spe- Only some nights he'll be there. Special Conor McGregor appearance. Who the fuck is this guy? That's his song. Sung, sung in that accent. 
And it's written that way too. It's written in the program. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> the only way it should be. Yeah, the only way it should be. Okay. I think we should move on. I think it's brilliant. I do too. Do you believe? Would you say it's time to move on? That's a great segue. Thank you. Thank you. I have my moments, you know. Yeah. So let's just get into the next segment. It's time for hot takes with extra maple syrup. The segment of the show where we give you the latest and greatest. Well, not greatest. Sometimes it's bad news. But the latest and biggest pop culture news of the week. And we give you our hot takes on them. But not just regular hot takes. Hot takes with extra maple syrup. The best around. Duh, bears. Yeah. <laughs> you think I was going there? The best around. I don't know. No one's That's where I went. ever bring you down. Karate Kid. Um, anyway. <laughs> Kickbox Karaoke. There's a song for the musical. Kickbox Karaoke. Do you want me to uh, come up with a song? If you'd like. You don't have to. I, I just feel I, I mean I feel like you nah, I'm not going to. You're the you're the smart one here. Yeah. Um but anyway, let's get on the news. Uh so here's some news that you might not have heard of, but you'll hear it now from us. Exclusive. This is why we're the up and comers in news reporting. <laughs> move move out of the way, Mario Lopez. We're coming for you. We're coming for your spot. Mario Lopez. Yeah, because he reports on entertainment news. Oh, I had no, I completely forgot. Holy shit! Anyway. Okay, anyways, let's continue. <laughs> anyway, uh, members of the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees in TV and Film Production have voted to authorize the first nationwide industry strike in 128 years. Who's like? Is there any notable members? Um. Uh, well, this if you don't know. I, I don't know about notable, but the this is a uh, union that combines all the guilds relating to um, the actual production of movies and TV. So you know, editors and lighting people and set design and you know, camera operators and sound people and costume people and all that jazz. You know, not the, the people who actually make the movie, right? Okay. Like someone writes the movie, someone directs the movie, someone stars in the movie, and then all these other people work to actually make the movie, and they're on strike. Now, why? Why? Uh, well, the things they're fighting for include better wages, longer hours between call times, and guaranteed lunch breaks. That's real? Yeah, apparently they don't have guaranteed lunch breaks. And a lot of times things happen on a set that will uh, make the day go longer. But when the day goes longer, uh, they need to work more and so they won't get a lunch break. And then when the day goes longer, what also happens is, so if, the, if let's say a shoot is scheduled for like 12 hours, right? Mm -hmm. And something happens. And so now the day is 14 hours or 15 hours. Yeah. So if the day had stayed at 12 hours then they would have gone home and they wouldn't have had to come back to work for like, let's say, eight, ten hours, right? Yeah. Well, now that it's 15 hours, they don't... Now that it's 15 hours, it's not like, okay, it went to 15 hours, but they still get that eight to ten hours, you know, in between 
coming back to work. No, now that time is shortened, and they don't like that. They want longer hours between call times. They want their guaranteed lunch breaks. They want better wages. Okay. I'm sure that's going to go over well. Yeah. Um, If the strike goes forward, then hundreds of film and television productions will be completely halted. Okay, then that affects me, and I now care. You should care that these people who make these things should get uh, guaranteed lunch breaks. Um, Just give them what they want. Yeah. They're Uh, not asking for anything unreasonable here. Let's... Anyway, 98% 98 of members voted yes to a strike. So, yeah. But then again, they don't get guaranteed lunch breaks. And they want better pay. I mean, they might be making good money compared to, like, the average person. I guess, but I I don't know what they make. I guess it depends on what they do, but still. I guess they don't feel they're compensated enough. Potentially. I mean, like, if you're trying to compare yourself to, like... We need better pay, you know, in comparison to, like, the start of the movie, you know? Well, that would be ridiculous. Like, that's just ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. Uh, but I, I, I don't know what they get paid. But I'm going to assume their other two big demands are pretty reasonable. So I'm going to assume that their pay demand is also, in, in, like, a reasonable thing. Probably. Anyway, give them what they want. Don't just, you know, there's no... Don't fuck us. Yeah. They make the movie. They make it happen. You can't make a movie or show without that crew. So just give them what they want. Give them what they want. They're being quite reasonable. And we'll all be happy. They're being quite reasonable. Anyway. William Shatner is going to space. I did hear about this. Yes, at age 90, he will be the oldest person to ever go to space. He will be going on a Blue Origin flight. I, I was, uh, you know, I was talking to my dad about this. Yeah. Th- that eventually... One of these rockets with a famous person on it will explode. Is gonna will explode. I hope it's not William and Shatner. I hope not either. He's a Canadian icon. He is. You know we value him up in up the up in the north. But anyway, at, up in the north. At ninety years old, William Shatner is boldly going where no geriatric has gone before. <laughs> that was good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Ubisoft, Ubisoft has announced Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Frontline, a free-to-play, you guessed it, Battle Royale. You had me at Ubisoft, because I, I, I get excited about Ubisoft games. Like, most of the time, they don't they do good shit. Yeah. But you lost me. I like Far Cry, despite what lots of people are saying these days. Um did you, did you hear some of these people reacting to Far Cry 6? No, I really haven't seen reviews because I was going to get it anyways, but then the yeah. co-op thing happened. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to get it, probably. I think we'll be fine. I think so. Um, but, so, so, you know, there's people giving it, you know, your eights and whatever out of ten, but there's some people being like, like, my God, like they're acting like this is like the worst thing that's ever happened to video games, that Far Cry 6 plays just like Far Cry games play. Yeah, I don't And they're having get that complaint. They're having like mental breakdowns that oh my god, they've it's Far Cry six and it's the same as the other Far Cry games. And it's like, well, you know, people play Far Cry games to play Far Cry games. So why are you complaining? And then Like people people think that in a series 
they're supposed to completely reinvent the wheel. Listen, I play Far Cry games to have an open world where I go around causing chaos and killing enemies and taking over outposts and getting attacked by wild animals and shit. That's why I play Far Cry games. Yep. And there are people who are like, this has to stop. It's the worst. And they're acting like this is a sin against gaming, that Far Cry has released a game that plays like Far Cry. And I'm like, well, that's what, pe- that's what people who like Far Cry want. That's like watching Fast and Furious and being like, oh my God, they have to stop with all the cars and the Corona and the family. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... it's fucking dumb. Anyway, I'd like to see, I, I guarantee you all these people that are complaining that Far Cry 6 is the same as the other, th- the other three Far Cries, uh, when Call of Duty comes out, will be like 8 out of 10. No, I know. Honestly. When Call of Duty Vanguard comes out and it plays the exact same as all the other Call of Duties, which I like Call of Duty. That's why I play Call of Duty, because it plays like Call of Duty. They're going to give it an 8 out of 10. Meanwhile, oh my god, Far Cry 6, it plays like the other Far Cry games. Fucking the worst. Oh yeah, Call of Duty Vanguard, 8 out of 10. Love me some Call like uh, Pick a lane, people. Anyway, people complain about the worst stuff. So it's it's not even that they're complaining about like if there was consistency in it. If they were complaining, Far Cry Six is too much like the other Far Cry games, and then also complained about Call of Duty. Fine, right? But there's no consistency here. They'll complain that one video game series is the same, and then when another video game series is a copy paste, they don't say anything. When half of the AAA games on the market are copy-paste of each other, nobody complains. But when Far Cry does it, it's the worst thing to ever happen. Yeah. Right? Like, you're either going to complain that everything... You're either going to complain every time something's a copy-paste, or you're going to shut the fuck up. Sounds about right. Like, it's fine if you don't like Far Cry. Just say, I don't like the Far Cry formula. But if you're going to say, oh, it's too much like the other Far Cries, well... That's what people who like Far Cry want. Absolutely. Uh, what's next, Breda? Anyway, starting October 27th, you will no longer be able to purchase games on uh, the PS3 digital store and Vita digital store with a credit card, debit card, or PayPal. To make purchases for those systems, you have to add funds to your wallet with a PSN card or by using credit, debit, or PayPal to add funds on the website or your PS4 and PS5, and then uh, going on to the PS3 and Vita and buying stuff. Gotta love that. Yeah. I, I just don't... I hate, like, Apple does it, where know. they... Older products just get the shaft, yeah. you know? Like, you can still buy things on PS3 and Vita. You just can't buy them from the actual system. You have to add money to your PlayStation wallet somewhere else and then go to your PS3 or Vita to buy the stuff you want to buy. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Catherine Hahn has signed a deal with Marvel Studios to return as Agatha Harkness in various movies and Disney Plus shows, including her own series. Well, that's good news, because she was amazing. Yes. Deserved to win an Emmy. Yes. Uh, I don't think she needs her own show, though. I don't. I will say it's that. Not necessary. I don't think she needs her own show. Not everybody needs a show. She's a she's a villain. She's a side character. She doesn't need her own show. Not everybody needs a spinoff. I'm cool. I'm cool with her coming back to to be in other movies and, and other shows. But she doesn't need to be the star of her own show. What are they going to do? Tr- all of these villain shows are the same. They're like, oh, let's. Oh no! But now you'll understand her. I don't care. 
I don't want to understand. Just have her show up places and, and be dastardly. What happened to those yeah. days? Honestly. If the Power Ra- if the Power Rangers premiered in this day and age, every villain would have their own show. <laughs> Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze. I'd like an Ivan Ooze, I'd like an Ivan Ooze show. <laughs> Ivan Ooze, yeah. An, an Ivan Ooze spinoff show centered on his origin and backstory. So you really uh, sympathize with him when he fights the Power Rangers. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, the Peaky Blinders film starts production in 2023. Season six premieres spring 2022. I'm, uh, dude. I just love Peaky Blinders. I missed it so much. It's been so fucking Peaky long. fucking Blinders. That's all I have to say about that piece of news. <laughs> anyway, um, oh here's some here's some greasy news uh, from the land of grease balls. Randy Pitchford has stepped down as CEO of Gearbox Software. After sexual assault allocations? No, he uh, is going to focus his efforts as the president of Gearbox Studios, the company overseeing film and television adaptions of Gearbox properties. How many Gearbox properties are there that they could over that they could make adaptions of? Okay, so he's not going to be in charge of, like, Borderlands? I don't know, but he will still be CEO and president of the Gearbox Entertainment Company, which oversees uh, both the, the gaming operation and the film TV operations. But I, I guess he won't be directly involved. Uh, former Chief Technical Officer Steve Jones is taking over the role of company president. I hope Steve Jones pays his employees. Honestly. Um, anyone's better than Pitchford, though. I yeah, certainly think so. You know what? He can have his little, he can have his little thing as the head of the uh, film and TV department because I just love the image of Randy Pitchford going around Hollywood where nobody wants to interact with him because even he's too greasy for Hollywood. <laughs> he is a greasy man. He's always covered in grease. Yeah, what he gets up to in his free time is truly something that needs to be studied. I think he just stays in his in, locked in his office practicing magic tricks. You're probably right. He's got his he's he's got his Chris Angel mind freak uh, Chris Angel mini mind freak little achievers set, <laughs> ages ten and up, and he's practicing tricks. Yeah, makes sense. Anyway, uh, Idos Montreal or Edos Montreal, it's one of those two. So I got it right. Uh, developer of the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy video game has announced that it is adopting a four day work week. This change will not affect work hours or employee salaries. Good for them. Good for them. I bet you this. Uh, I I bet you they got a big influx of uh, recruit applications after this news. Honestly, that sounds like a dream. It does. Four day work weeks. Yeah. More companies not. But instead of twelve hour days, it's sixteen hour days. No, it will not affect work hours. It's still. We'll see. It's still nine. To, it's still nine to five. They said. Um. More companies. We'll just probably expand. Yeah, more more companies, not just video game companies, should should do this. They do it in, in they do it in uh, Sweden, and Denmark. Four-day work weeks just sound amazing. Uh, it's apparently studies have shown that people are more productive. Honestly, it's uh, it seems pretty good. Like pretty good. Pretty, yeah, pretty good. Pretty, we'll leave it there. <laughs> pretty pretty good. 
Anyway, Rockstar has officially announced Grand Theft Auto 6. Really? No, they announced Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy Definitive Edition. That's what I thought. I was like, I saw that. They were about to announce Grand Theft Auto 6, but they saw that Jonah was still playing Grand Theft Auto Online, so they didn't. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) With that horse dookie. Uh, anyway, this uh, includes GTA 3, GTA Vice City, and GTA San Andreas. All three titles will feature upgrades, including graphical improvements and modern gameplay enhancements. Mm-hmm. I would like to know what these modern gameplay enhancements are, because I played San Andreas a few months ago, and it did not play well, let me tell you that. Felt like I was controlling yeah, a ra- yeah. It felt like I was controlling a rag doll. I've seen that as well. Uh, I definitely don't remember it fondly. Yeah. Listen, back in the day, incredible. The stories of these games, incredible then, still pretty incredible. The gameplay did not age well. So a lot of people are excited. It's going to be $150 for the three games. I don't know how much it's going to be. No, I know. But... A lot of people are excited for this. I'm saving my excitement for when they detail just what these gameplay enhancements are. But it will come later this year to all platforms. That's everything, even Switch. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, But they will be removing the existing version of these games from digital storefronts this week to prepare for launch. So. Okay. So So cock people. That's that's very scummy. That they're like, we're we're giving you this new version, so we're going to delete the old version. So... If they haven't done it by the time you're listening to this, you might want to get those just in case the old versions are somehow better than these or you still want the mm-hmm. old versions preserved. Or just go buy a PS2 and buy them on PS2 or something. I don't know. But that's a very scummy thing to do. Just let people choose. Really? If people want to have both versions, let them have both versions. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Netflix has ordered a That 70s Show spinoff titled That 90s Show with Kitty and Red returning. Uh, who? Mila Kunis? No, the uh, Eric's parents. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't think that this was necessary. Fun fact. The 90s are as long ago now as the 70s were when the se- that 70s show premiered. That's fucking mind-blowing, actually. Yeah. So that 90s show premiered, them making a that 90s show is as far is, is about a time period that is as far away to now as the seventies were when they when that show premiered. So I know I I know people are like, oh why do they gotta make a show about the seventies? That that wasn't that long ago. Yes it was. It was quite a while ago. It was it was uh almost thirty years ago. Depending on when in the nineties this takes place. Yeah. Yeah that seventies show came out in ninety eight and it took place in seventy six. So, okay. like, 20 years after? So. Yeah. 1990 was 31 years ago. That's fucked. That is fucked. My condolences but, to anybody who grew up watching that 70s show and now feels like an elderly person. <laughs> um, I would watch it just for, you know, those beautiful people, like, that beautiful couple, you know. Kitty and Red, yeah. Yeah, I love me some Kurtwood Smith. I uh, I just this you know Netflix just says yes to everything. They're yes man. That's a good movie. It is a good movie. Anyway, that's it for the news. 
No, that's not our sign-off. Okay. That's not our sign-off. What was it? Yes. Okay, okay. Pretend I didn't say that, and... That's my rewind. Excellent rewind. This has been Hot Takes. I'm Matt. I'm Jonah. And that's the way the cookie is. So good. <laughs> we still gotta get into the rhythm of it. It's yes. it's new. It's fresh. I'll pick up once once you you say uh, that's been your news. I'm Matt, and then I'll pick up right away. Yeah, we'll get better, guys. Okay. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. I'm still a little rattled after what happened to Hunter. I am too. I'm I'm mildly amused. And ha- half of my but... half of my brain is still thinking about songs from my hit MMA musical. Yeah. Uh, you know what time it is? Main event time. That's right. Speaking of MMA, the musical. It's, it's time. time. I don't think it's that's trademarked yet. Can you trademark that? I don't know. Uh, Michael Buffer trademarked. Let's get you know that one. Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah. Uh, do we have to pay him now? Because I said it. I don't know. I think it, we'll we'll go to court because we didn't say it. Um, in that, in that tone. We're dis- maybe it's just we're, that. we're discussing it though, which is fair use. It is fair use. We're analyzing Fuck it. You. Fuck you about it. Remix. Fair use. Yeah, our main event is now. It's time. Let's get ready to rumble. Fuck you, Michael Buffer. Um, that might not be fair use, but we'll say it is. I think fuck you, Michael Buffer is fair use. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bruce Buffer's better. Fuck you. Um, yeah. What's our main event, Matt? Spies and secret agents of film and television and video games that aren't James Bond, because we're talking about James Bond next week. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Who volunteers as tribute? I think you should. Okay, you ready? Yep. Okay. Okay, you ready? We're all waiting. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to find the stupidest one I have. Did, did you not... Um... No, no, I do. Prepare? I just, I'm, I'm, tr- no, no, I have, I have a bunch of other ones. I got it. But I'm, okay. Tr- I was just trying to find the Batista one, okay? My Spy? My Spy. Great movie. No, 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 hang on, no, no, hang on. No. For, forget about, uh, forget about Spies for a second. I thought of another song for my musical. Oh. <laughs> Judge Card Cabaret. Judge Card Cabaret. They'll break into a song when one of the fights will go to uh, Decision. Judge I Judge Card Cabaret. I love it. Anyway, continue. No, no, not Spy. I I'll start with a, a bit of a joke, okay? Spy Kids, but not the first or the second one. I think it was the three. It was a three D one. Spy Kids three D. Spy Kids three D. Yeah. Is that the one where that... Shark Boy and Lava Girl first appeared? Did they appear in Spy Kids? I think so. I don't. I don't know. I'm pretty. I, I'm pretty sure it's it's a spinoff of Spy Kids. There's some crossover there. There definitely is, but I'm a booby boop it. Well, you talk about Spy Kids. Um, Machete is a spinoff of Spy Kids. Fun fact. Machete is a spinoff of Spy Kids. Yes, the uncle is Machete. Y- That's incredible. That. That's incredible. Hang on, hang on. Their uncle in Spy Kids is Machete? Yeah. 
It's the same character? I think so. I knew Danny Trey was in Spy Kids. I didn't know it's the same character as Machete. Maybe I'm just stupid, but... You know what? I it swear. doesn't matter. We're just going to say that's the case. Because I just love that though. If I love the notion that those take place in the same universe. Oh, he is. Isidore Cortez, also known as Machete, is a fictional character in the Spy Kids films, the Grindhouse fake trailer, and the Machete films. Oh my god. Wow. I love it. Okay, Sharpborn Library was not a spinoff of Spy Kids, but I thought it... I was confusing it because it's made in the same style. Oh, it definitely is. And it uses the same 3D technology as Spy Kids 3D. Game over. Anyway, talk about Spy Kids. I love Spy Kids. I mean, this was just fun as hell. I mean, this came out when we were a kid, like me and you were. Yeah. And, like, this type of shit just didn't exist. To I, I mean, Kim Possible is kind of among, among, among those. Kim now, Possible. Like, love me some Kim Possible. Big fan, big fan. Big fan of Kim like, Possible. Spy Kids. I, I mean, I don't. This game, this the third one, the 3D game over, uh, resonated a, a lot because we. I mean, at least, you know, us. We played fucking video games, and mm-hmm. they they didn't make every other, not every other. They didn't make other video game type movies, a lot. So it was exciting to see like video games, even though it's not like wow that video game looks great kind of like not not nearly at the level of like free guy not even close um but it was a fun movie and spy kids is always fun to go back to i feel like i haven't seen it in a long time where where the special effects and shit will be terrible but that's the fun in in that type of shit though it's just a fun uh fun adventure all three of them. Why do I, I not? More than why do I not remember Sylvester Stallone being in Spy Kids 3D? I do not either. Actually, he was in it. I think he played the t- villain. Holy shit! I see that. I don't remember him in it, but I've seen this movie. I I'm I definitely don't remember him in it, but maybe we were drugged. I can't get over this fact that Machete is the same character from the Spy Kids movies. <laughs> this is incredible I, to every, me. This is absolutely every, incredible <laughs> that the Spy Kids franchise takes place in the same universe as as Grindhouse and Machete. Yeah. Machete. My God. I, every time I blow your mind, Matt, it makes me happy because I never think... Oh, I'm you know I'm gonna come up, I'm gonna say something that Matt has no idea about. I always think you probably know this. It's just wild to me because so, Spy Kids is like the most kid friendly shit ever. I know, right? <laughs> and then this character in it is the same character who goes off and chops fucking heads off and stabs people and there's blood and it spurts and it's grindhouse. My God. I mean, who knew? We needed some sort of machete uh, or just, (laughs) but we did because machete is great. Okay. I'm going to hit you with this. Okay. You're probably, you've never heard of this. This is a video game. Okay. Okay. Now there's a video game franchise, Spy Hunter. Have you ever heard of Spy Hunter? No, I have not. Well, Spy Hunter was a a big franchise back in the day. It started in the arcades and the NES. And in Spy Hunter, you'd control a spy car. 
right? So it was like a shoot 'em up. You drive through the streets or whatever, and you'd have your car with missiles and bullets and and whatever, right? But you never got out of the car. And then, okay, in the PS2 days, they made a 3D version of it, but it was still the same. You, it, it, it uh, you know, it, in the arcade and stuff, it was top down. Right, like a shoot 'em up, right? But then they made a, a 3D version of it in the PS2, where you you still you can't get out of the car, right? And you drive around, you shoot enemies. So it was kind of like Burnout, but with mixed with like Twisted Metal or something. Mm-hmm. And you you do these missions, but then they were going to make a movie adaption of Spy Hunter, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. And so in anticipation of this movie adaption, they made a video game called Spy Hunter Nowhere to Run, starring once again Dwayne The Rock Johnson, because it was supposed to tie into the movie. But the movie was canceled and never made. So there's just this video game, Spy Hunter Nowhere to Run, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And there are some levels where you're in the spy car and, you know, driving around, shooting up enemies, and it, it can turn into a boat or like a, and stuff like that or a motorcycle, right? But most of the game is a third-person, like, shooter. Where okay. You play Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and you're a spy, and you go on a spy mission, and it's like a third, it's like a PS2-era third-person shooter with some hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty okay. It's like it's it it's pretty mediocre. But what puts this over the top is that the hand to hand combat lets you do special moves, and one of the special moves is the rock bottom. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Is that even allowed? Yes, it is. But anyway, uh, it's your standard spy plot. Where it's like he's a spy, and there's some sort of I don't know villain with a he's like a he's like a government agent, and there's yeah turn I I don't know if he I don't remember if he goes rogue, but you know he's a government agent, and there's like um a you know like a Deus act a Deus ex machina like device or whatever um mm-hmm. that uh, he's got to rescue or get or prevent bad guys from getting like an evil organization. <laughs> and he goes to different locations or whatever and you just you know you some there are like a, a few levels where it's like spy hunter gameplay where you're actually in the car but again most of it is just your standard fucking third person shooter action game but you play as the rock and you can do the rock bottom and what's funny to me is that it's a tie-in to a movie that doesn't exist i think that's actually f- <laughs> uh they they how many years was that in development before? I don't know. Like the movie, the game came out in two thousand six. Um, it's the only Spy Hunter game that allows you to play as a character that is able to get out of the car. But yeah, uh, the game came out in twenty two thousand six. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the movie was supposed to come out or when the movie started to get made, but it got stuck in development hell. The game released, the movie just done. Just it's not happening. <laughs> So there's just a random Spy Hunter game starring Dwayne Johnson, and just I just think that's funny. That is fucking funny. And I owned it as a kid. Did you have any idea? 
no, I didn't know this was from a movie or anything. I just thought it's a game starring Dwayne Johnson. What is this? And I bought it. And like as a kid, I had pretty fun with it. Um, but you know, now I know it was pretty mediocre. But just the fact that you can play as the Rock and and um, hit the rock bottom, I was like all in. Like as a kid, I was like, that's incredible. Yeah. I think the game disc had like like extras where you could like they had like some behind the scenes stuff and like interviews and they showed the rock mocap in the rock bottom. I'm like, this is awesome. I'd spend levels like like all my I was made sure that I always hit the rock bottom. I'd never use the other special moves. <laughs> I'd always hit the rock bottom on enemies whenever I could. Uh, the, the driving levels were fun. Those are pretty good. But you know. Most of the game is on foot and stuff, and that, that's pretty mediocre. But again, you play as a rock, you can hit rock bottom. So I was, I was all in as a kid. And you know, even now, I refuse to dislike this game just because of the whole situation around it. That it's a movie game for a movie that doesn't exist, and you can hit the rock bottom. Yeah. You play as a secret agent who can hit the rock bottom. That, that's and that's just awesome. incredible to me. Um, so my next is... Spice 2, I mean Spice 2, um, Cars 2. <laughs> Cars 2? Uh, with that... Ka-chow! Yes. Wow! Ka-chow! <laughs> um, no, no, I, I, I was just trying to find, like, the stupidest spy movies that Man. people were like, yeah, these are great. You picked Cars 2. Wow! 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 Um, uh, Johnny English. Remember that one? Johnny English. No, no. Uh, legitimately, the movie Spy. Oh, that's a great movie. Wilson McCarthy. That's a great I love that movie. That's a great movie. Hilarious. Uh, Jason Statham, he's a comedic genius. Uh, I didn't think of him as a comedic genius, but if you watch this movie, he's a comedic genius. I would say so. Uh, he puts the movie over the top. Melissa McCarthy sometimes overdoes it. Um, you know, is a little bit over the top, you know, tries to just knock you out with stupidness, but she doesn't overdo it here. It's, it's a great movie. Great fun. Great, legitimately great spy action adventure, all that shit. Plus it's hilarious. Yeah. What more can't, what more don't you, do you ask for in a movie? I was genuinely surprised at this movie because I did not think it was going to be that good. And it, it's very good. Yeah. It's very good. Okay. Here's a classic for you. Absolute classic. Absolute classic banger. Banger. Absolute classic. One of the uh, most well-known, well-regarded, most famous spy movies of all time. Yeah. Alex Ryder, Operation Stormbreaker. Alex Ryder. Is that the kid? Yeah. Yeah. I think they have like a fucking Amazon show on him. Do they? Yeah. Do you remember this movie? It was like he's like a he's like the kid, he's like a teenager or whatever and like Mickey Rourke is the villain. I do not. Uh Mickey Rourke's it's like he's like mini he's he's like a kid. He's like a he's like a high school kid and he ends up I I don't even know if he's American if he's British or not, but he ends up like working for like MI6 and he's got to like stop Mickey Rourke for doing something because Mickey Rourke is evil, but he's just playing Mickey Rourke. <laughs> um, I don't know. I saw it as a kid. I don't, 
I remember seeing it. I don't remember anything about the movie other than Mickey Rourke was in it. That's funny. I, <laughs> I had to Google Mickey Rourke's... While you were talking about Spy, I was Googling Mickey Rourke's filmography so I could find out what this movie was called so I could say it as a joke. <laughs> Alex Ryder, okay, yeah. Operation Stormbreaker. You ready? What a title. What one? a title. What a title. What a title. Sounds so... Alex Ryder, Operation Stormbreaker. <laughs> I, my next one, this will ring a bell for you. Yeah. Uh, Agent Cody Banks. See, now... Do you remember that? See, now that's an, a movie about a, a, a kid spy that's actually good and memorable. And bu- Like, this was the shit back... I swear it was on Disney Channel every once in a while. It was. Or and the sequel, family, and the whatever. sequel. Yeah, in Canada, it was the Family Channel. I don't remember what this movie was about particularly, but if I watch it, I can guarantee that I remember it. Like a lot of the shit in it. Listen, all I remember about this movie is I was on TV all the time, and um, as a as a young kid, I was like, "This guy is cool," and he gets to uh, hang out. He gets to fucking make out with Hillary Duff afterwards, probably. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't think they showed them making out. But you know that's what happened. Yeah. We all know. We all see. We all know. Okay. Now, what are you... <laughs> are we, I feel like this is turning into... Um, Us saying bad things instead of good spy things? Yeah, I feel like I, I've really fucked it, you know? <laughs> I didn't... No, this, um, is, this is just for us. This is just to talk about all things spy. And secret agent. Yeah. Good or whether it be good or whether it be Alex Ryder, Operation Stormbreaker, <laughs> which I think I saw in theaters. And I apologize to whichever parent had to take me to that. Anyway, what do you got? Get Smart. Legit. The movie and good. the show. Good shit. Excellent shit. I, I, of course, we are too young to have watched the show, but we hear it's a classic yeah, I've seen some clips. Great shit. Uh, I'm mainly talking about the movie. Great movie. Again, The Rock. There's a theme here with me. Dwayne. I keep mentioning obscure projects of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. This is a little less ex- obscure. Yeah, but, but not uh, not uh, too remembered, which is is uh, a shame because it's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I caught it on TV some months ago. I was like, this is pretty good. Uh, did you? Yeah, some good, some good action, some good humor. Steve Carell is fantastic. Oh, as always. Uh, yeah, just everybody in the movie is great. Anne Hathaway is great. God, Anne Hathaway was in. That? Yeah, she was the female agent. She okay. was his love interest. Big fan. Big fan. Big fan of Anne Hathaway. With all your boobs. Um. <laughs> um. Bill Murray had a brief appearance. Good. Why don't I? I haven't seen this in. Terry Crews? Terry Crews? Well, fuck me. Don't actually. You don't remember Terry Crews in the movie? No. Yeah, it had a great cast. Alan Arkin. God damn. Yeah, it it just had a great cast. It's a fun little movie. You know, it's it's not trying to do too much, but, uh, you know, it's good. It's uh... it's enjoyable. It's light. Uh, It's good good, uh, spy parody stuff, but, you know, it's also pretty good on its own right as its own you know it's a good parody of spy stuff but it's also, it's also a good nice spy comedy it is yeah the great Kali makes an appearance 
<laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, so the next one, I'm 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 taking it serious. You ready? Yeah. Kingsman. Oh, I, it's only a matter of time before one of us said Kingsman. Yeah. If if this isn't shot up into some of the best spy stuff that anyone wants. The first one at least. The first one's amazing. The second one is okay. We'll see, the third one's coming out. It's a prequel. Yeah. I never saw the second one because I, I heard very bad things about it. I can't even remember the second one. Yeah. Um, just the first one is so remarkable. The first one is so good. Just some of the some great action sequences. Oh, the church massacre? Incredible. Oh, dude. I watched that recently. Incredible. Like, I, I, don't, I didn't watch the whole movie, but for some reason I watched the church massacre. I love that. I yeah, I do that sometimes. I just go on YouTube and look up like specific scenes of things. However, Samuel, who knew Samuel L. Jackson as a bad guy was was a good idea. A lot of people. He's played bad guys before, surely. Surely. Surely he. That's surely. not the first time he's played a bad guy. I'm sorry, Jonah. So, surely that's not the ba- first time he's played a bad guy. <laughs> um, Sophia Butella. Yeah. Big fan. I love, I love, big fan. I love when he, um, yeah, yeah, I love when he, um, after the church massacre, when Sam Jackson is talking to uh, Colin Firth, and he's just like, "I'm not gonna have to give you a speech," and boom, you're dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, it's what made it uses what James Bond made so great, like so why James Bond is so popular and why James Bond is so great. Um, but it takes more liber- liberties than James Bond does. And I feel like that's what, you know, kind of, yeah, well, it's based, it's, not as good. it's, it's based on a comic book. So it's much more heightened and comic booky. Yeah. I, Oh yeah. The second one was, there was like the American, uh, you know, whiskey men or whatever. I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Caine's in the first one. I gotta love me some Michael Caine. It's it's just a it's just a good time, fun movie. Great movie. Fun fun everything. It's it honestly, haven't seen it. Watch the first one if you really feel like it. Watch the second. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to uh, say I was going to save this one for later, but on the topic of Michael Caine, uh, Austin Powers. God, I fucking forgot about that shit. How could you forget about Austin Powers? Classic. I know. Absolute classic. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, the Bond franchise, when they rebooted with Casino Royale, the reason they kind of shifted tones to be more Bourne-esque is because of Austin Powers. Really? Yeah. They're like, we have to get as far away from that as possible. <laughs> I had no fucking clue. Yeah, because Austin, Austin Powers, as you know, is a parody of James Bond because Mike Myers, huge James Bond fan. And uh, yeah, a lot, they, they just got to the point where like they were like, listen, we, we have to get as far away from, from what they're making fun of us for as possible. So they went, mm-hmm. they went we're going to born it up. No gadgets, none of this goofy nonsense. He's playing poker for the, half the movie. Yeah, that's and he's gonna do like, that's parkour. Quite, uh, like I, I love, you know, the Daniel Craig James Bond, but they've gotten so far away from all these that like Kingsman. That's why Kingsman has done the gadget thing. 
again. I was like, oh, that's kind of like classic James Bond shit. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, the the Craig movies have gone more and more towards classic Bond as they've progressed. But that's for next week. This isn't about Bond. This is about Austin Powers. Yes. Classic. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. One of the greatest villains. One of the best who, I don't know if you know, you probably do know this. I think I've told you. Dr. Evil is just him doing a Lorne Michaels impression. I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Um, that's it. It's the same voice. It's just Lorne Michaels in a, in dressed up as uh, Blofeld. <laughs> with the, Mr. Bigglesworth. That's that's his cat's name. Yeah. But uh, it's such such classic uh, parody of James Bond, but so many qu- classic lines. It, there, there is. And Scotty don't. Every character. Every character is Lower the is globe. Great. Remember that one? Lower the, Lower the globe. Raise the globe. I can't do a high-pitched squeal. That's okay. None of us can like her. Yeah, mini me, fat bastard. Who could forget fat bastard? There's just so many, and even like the lesser, like uh, like the lesser ones, like Flo- Foxy Cleopatra. Love some Foxy Cleopatra. There's the clap. You know, I love gold member. I love gold. Michael Caine is his dad. Mm-hmm. Daddy wasn't there. Daddy you know, wasn't I, there. I still sing that shit all the time. I quote Osmars all the time. When I get hurt, I say "ouch kabibbles." <laughs> Every time I uh, I fall from great distances in video games, <laughs> I I think I broke my leg. Help! I'm not dead, <laughs> but I'm very badly injured. <laughs> it's the best. It's just so good. It's... There's so many, so much good shit. There's so much quotable shit from. Oh, it. I love me some. Uh, the the um in the first one when he's um. He's like in like the um, the cement roller, and he's going to run over that henchman, and he's like ten feet away, and the henchman's just like ah, and he just stands there. <laughs> uh, still call uh, you know machine gun jumblies. <laughs> um, I mean it's so classic that Jeff Bezos modeled his rocket after the penis rocket that yeah. Doctor Evil had. <laughs> It's imitating, life is now imitating art. Like it should. Tom Cruise was in Goldmember. Was he? Yeah, remember at the beginning of Goldmember, there was like the fake Austin Powers movie? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was, uh, I, I, Tom Cruise was, yeah, there was like, at the beginning of Goldmember, they were making a movie about Austin Powers. Because in, in that universe, Austin Powers is so famous as a spy, they made a movie about him, directed by Steven Spielberg. And... Tom Cruise played Austin Powers. That's impressive. And Kevin Spacey was Dr. Evil. And Danny DeVito was Mini-Me. God, gotta watch that shit again. It's so good. <laughs> gotta watch all of them. It's so good. God, now I, I, I've lost my fucking train of thought. How about new? <laughs> classic quotes. Classic. All the classic is... There's the bit. I mean, there's the bit in the second and third one when they're like in like the or like behind like a tent or whatever, and you just see their shadows, so it looks like they're pulling things out of their ass. Yeah. And the guards are like watching them, be like disgusted. God, I just want to talk about Austin Powers now. No, I know. Shit's so funny. 
Uh, how many more do you have so I can... However many it takes. We'll do a couple more each. How about that? Okay. Of course, like, no... We're, we're not going to go into any uh, James Bond because this is... That's for next week. That's for next week. Um, I feel like there's there's big... Like, we're missing some big ones. And I don't know which ones you want to talk about. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Just say it. Just say it. Any any Mission Impossible. There you go. The winner of, of the greatest, greatest action movie of all time tournament that we held some weeks ago. How many? I don't know. Scroll Sorry. down your podcast episode list until you find it and then listen if you haven't. Or re-listen if you have. There, honestly, like the first one is is pretty good. But it, it just, one after the other, after the other, after the they other, get it better. just gets better. They get better and better. And the stunts get bigger. The gadgets get crazier. It is truly, like, just the best. I love, it's one of my favorite film, like, ser- like film series of all time. It's incredible. Just be, it, it's just so good. Everything, we, I mean, we talked about it in, a, in the action. Yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise obviously does his own stunts, which helps. Which is incredible. Makes um, the action so much he better. He gets everyone else yeah. to do his own stunts. Yeah, he pre- he doesn't even pressure them. They just, they're like, they feel bad. They feel so, but, they feel so in- inadequate that like, well, he's doing it. So we got to do it. Everything. Every sink. I mean, Mission Possible so big that they made, like Henry Cavill made uh, DC... CGI his face because he had a must. What's that for this? Yes, he had a mustache in Mission Impossible Fallout, and for the reshoots of Justice League, they wouldn't let him shave his mustache. Like the um, whoever the production company behind Mission Impossible wouldn't let him shave the mustache, so the Justice League people had to CGI a lip on top of the mustache, despite. It would have been easier for Mission Impossible people to CGI a mustache. But Mission Impossible knows where it stands. Yeah. Mission Impossible's like, we don't fake our stunts. We're not going to fake a mustache. You, and I guarantee you, Henry Cavill did not regret that decision. Oh, it's so good. How cool is it when in the bathroom fight when he fucking reloads his arms? Honestly, there's so many great... It, across all... There's eight of them or seven of them? Uh, they're making seven and eight. Okay. There, there's so much good shit. Honestly. Count, countless great scenes, fighting scenes, uh, action scenes, things that you're like, holy shit. And then you got to say to yourself, that's real. He's actually hanging off the side of the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. That's real. He's base jumping. Uh, it's not even just the big stunts. It's even the smaller stunts too. There's the car chases that that's that's him driving or that's him on the motorcycle. But it's like that's him in the fights. That's him doing that stuff in the second one. Um, in the final fight with the final bad guy, there's a part where like they're fighting and and Tom Cruise is on the ground and the bad guy has like a knife, like an like a centimeter away from Tom Cruise's eye. That was a real yeah. knife. And that was Tom Cruise's real face. <laughs> Why? Because Tom Cruise insisted. Imagine if the guy... What Tom Cruise says. Uh, imagine if the guy had slipped. He'd be the actor that killed Tom Cruise. Yeah. Or blinded Tom Cruise or whatever. But Tom Cruise was like, no, no, no. It's got to be real. 
and it worked. What an insane man. And here we are today. Like, that could have so easily been a fake knife, and no one would have known, right? Mm -hmm. Like, with the big stunts, it makes a difference, because, like, you can tell when it's him on camera and not a stunt double. But, like, with something like that that's so small, no one would have known, but he still insisted, nope, gotta be a real knife. What an insane man. Mm -hmm. Honestly. I love him. His views might be crazy, and he might be crazy. But he just might be the one you're looking for. Yeah. Also, I just want to back to Henry Cavill because because of Fallout and Henry Cavill did his own stunts on Fallout, he was like, oh, this is great. I enjoy doing my own stunts. So when he went to do The Witcher, he insisted on doing all of his own sword fights. That, I mean, that just shows. And the sword fights in The Witcher are incredible. And that's all Henry Cavill. And that might not have been the case if it wasn't for Mission Impossible. So... Tom Cruise is to thank for the incredible sword fights in The Witcher. Yep. Thank you, Tom Cruise. Yeah. So there's one more reason for you to it. there's one more reason for you to catch up on The Witcher, Jonah. Oh yeah, I am. I already talked to my father. The, about the it. thing you promised me you would watch if I watched one season of Peaky Blinders. I watched five seasons of Peaky Blinders. You watched one episode of The Witcher. I haven't forgotten, and I won't stop bringing it up. I know. Anyway, Jason Bourne. We haven't said Jason Bourne. Yes. Jesus Christ. It's Jason Bourne. There you go. I love me. Tell me Jason Bourne. What do you say? But what do you what, what what haven't we said about Jason Bourne? In this episode, there's a lot we haven't said. In in if yeah. you tally up everything, we, any time we've ever mentioned Jason Bourne, there's not much we haven't said. Did you know there's a Jason Bourne video game? No. Yeah, there is. There was a game that they made uh, based on the first movie without Matt Damon. Really? Yes. Matt Damon is not in the game. So born in the game, Jason Bourne in the game doesn't look like Matt Damon, doesn't sound like Matt Damon. And, and Matt Damon has gone on record as saying that he knew about the game. And they told him that the game, it's like a, it's, it, it's like a third-person shooter with you know hand to hand combat um and the hand to hand combat's pretty good you know cuz they try to emulate the style of um of the born movies and the shooting's pretty good and it has like a splinter cell style mark and execute system where you can build up a meter and then just pop off like automatic headshots on a few enemies and it's pretty badass mm. that system's badass in any game that it's in but Matt Damon was like, I didn't, Matt Damon went on record as saying, like, he didn't like the idea of it being like a, um, like just a third person shooter. And he like suggested something else. Oh yeah. He was like, I wanted to play more like Mist, Cause he was a fan of the game. He was a fan of the game Mist, which is like a puzzle. It's like a first person adv- puzzle adventure game. So he, so he told them, I, I think it, I, I'd like it to be more like Mist. And then they just made the game without him. Really? Yeah. That's pretty fucking dick move. Well, because they had the they had the rights to make the game. They didn't need his involvement, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But obviously, like they, were, I guess they wanted it, and then instead of just being like, "Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll," you can put my face in in the game, and maybe I'll do the voice. Instead of just him agreeing to it, he offered suggestions, and he was like, "Make it like Mist." 
And so they were like, yeah, let's just make our third-person shooter without Matt Damon. Yeah. You know what? That wasn't a good idea, because I didn't know that the game existed, you motherfuckers. Yeah, it's not not that terrible of a game, but uh, it does lose something without Matt Damon. I would I would think so. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Speaking of Matt Damon, what? and this has nothing to do with spies, but uh, I've heard some things about the last duel and the, and about Ben Affleck's performance that uh Oh yeah? Yeah, that really makes me want to see this movie. Uh <laughs> Do you want to elaborate? Well, I keep, I've read a couple of things of like different critics saying that like I read like some critic tweeted today that every Every line that Ben Affleck reads it's, is its own mini Citizen Kane. <laughs> what the fuck? And like people were commenting, like, "Is this is like is that good or bad?" And the guy's like, "No, no, it it's in the best way possible." So I just feel like apparently, because this movie takes place in like medieval France, and neither Ben Affleck nor Matt Damon make any attempt of sounding like they're in medieval France. Mm, of course. Not. And so I guess the way that, like, Ben Affleck... Because Ben Affleck's a good actor, so I guess his acting is good, but his line readings are just, like, Ben Affleck. So I guess... I don't know. I can't tell whether these people are being ironic or not. And it really makes me curious to see this movie. Well? Like, I don't know if Ben Affleck is doing a good performance in a bad accent, or if he's doing a bad accent in a bad performance, or he's just, like, going all ham on purpose and it's glorious. Or what? But it really makes me want to see this movie. I'm very curious about what Ben Affleck is doing in this movie that's drawn these types of reactions that some critic would say every Ben Affleck line reading in the movie is a mini Citizen Kane. I mean, you are. it does make you curious. Anyway, enough about Ben Affleck. Unless you want to talk about Argo. Is Argo a spy movie? Apparently it was. I, I saw a couple... Uh... I guess it's kind. Con- I saw a couple. I guess he's in the CIA and they're pulling off like a, a thing, but it's not. It's not the style of spy movie we're talking about. No. We're talking about James Bond style secret agents, not es- not just espionage. Secret agents with gunfights and hand to hand combat and car chases and gadgets. Yes. So hit us. Yes. Hit us with the next one if you have any. I don't know if I have any, because that was the last one. I I never saw Atomic Blonde. Okay. I saw some. Um, you go, because I I'm I, like I'm reading off some that I saw that I know could be considered. Okay, here I'll mention this because Ubisoft never will again. Splinter Cell. <laughs> uh, you uh. Splinter Cell was good, Splinter man. Cell. Splinter Cell was cool. Sam Fisher was cool. His stealth was cool. They don't, they don't. They don't do that shit anymore. When was the last time a Splinter Cell game came out? Two thousand thirteen. Oh, yeah. People want a new Splinter Cell game, and every time Ubisoft mentions Splinter Cell now, it's in the context of Sam Fisher is a guest character in this free-to-play game. And every time they do, a Splinter Cell fan dies inside. Yep. And by a Splinter Cell fan dies inside, I mean every Splinter Cell fan dies inside. <laughs> That's okay. Splinter Cell was it's cool, not, man. So, uh, you got any more? No, Splinter Cell was my last one. But. That's okay. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it makes me sad. Listen, we can just go ahead and end it. We're running pretty good time. Yeah, I'm sad now because of Splinter Cell. 
It's okay. Damn you, Ubisoft! Get the shit out of me. Damn you, Ubisoft. You do such good things now. Damn you, Ubisoft. Not making... Everybody's mad at you for making the same Far Cry game four times. I'm... The real ones are mad at you for not making the same Splinter Cell game anymore. Damn you! God damn it. Anyway. Shall we... Speaketh about thy following its information yes you can follow me on twitter at real m fresh you can follow me on instagram at real underscore m fresh you can follow me on gg game tracker app at real m fresh and you can follow me on only fans in your dreams yeah you can follow me on twitter and instagram at jonah is gracious that's it nothing crazy and you can follow the main man hunter bishop on twitter and on Instagram, at the Hunter Bishop. Although, I don't know how he's going to be tweeting and stuff if he's in jail. Maybe you still got his phone. I don't think they gave you your cell phone in jail. But um, you should follow him anyway, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who knows? I, I mean, I don't know how long he's he's gonna be in there i don't know when he gets released i don't know when his trial is i don't know any of that but um follow him on twitter and instagram main man hunter wish him well wish him luck in his struggles um but he's a good follow great man he's the real host of this podcast so make sure to follow him follow us too but if you're gonna follow any of us make sure it's hunter Mm -hmm. and if you enjoyed this give us a five-star review that's right. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Do it. And Do it. if you didn't like this podcast, then once again, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. If you didn't like this podcast, you tell us by giving us an extremely negative 4.5 star review. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts, if you're not already. Check out our blog, therongoblog.wordpress.com. You click the link in the episode description. There will be two links in the episode description, actually. One will be to the blog, so you don't have to memorize the webpage. Just click the link. But below that link in the episode description will send you to a page where you can leave us a voice message. It can be whatever you want. Question, compliment, concern. Although you can send all of that, you can send any of those to us in a tweet or whatever. But if you want to do it in voice Go, go right ahead. You can do that, or you can get creative. Sing us a song. If any of you want to send us a voice message of a song that you think would be great for MMA the Musical, you go right ahead and do that. If if uh, if you have been inspired and thought of lyrics to um, TK Oklahoma, great. Sing it for us. Record it. Send that voice message. Um, maybe you'll get royalties when the musical comes out. You probably won't, but who knows? You'll definitely be in the special thanks of the uh, of the program. <laughs> Maybe comp tickets. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, yeah, I think that about does it. Yeah, I gotta go catch a train right now. A train to Busan. <laughs> I thought we were gonna end there, but uh. Again, your life is in my hand. I mean, my life is in your hands. Sorry. My life is in my hands, Jonah. My life is in your hands. Right your now. life is in my hands. And my hands are in Hunter's life.
And Hunter's life is in his own hands. And his hands are in the pie. And the pie is on the windowsill. And the windowsill is attached to the house. And that house is sitting in a field. And that field is in a town. And that town is in a city. And that city is in a country. And that country is in a world. In a world where this podcast is over. Culture has been popped by Hunter Bishop. This has been a Long Go Productions podcast. <laughs>